The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. Uh, it's not my normal day. Uh, I was supposed to record yesterday. My apologies. Uh, we had a birthday slash Easter thing for my wife and my father-in-law in Easter celebration. We boiled crawfish and started like at 1030 to get home till after six. And so I was going to sit down for a minute and rest before I came and recorded. And my old ass fell asleep. <laughs> so when I woke up, it was too late to do it so i said well fuck it got to do it today uh hello shane uh the washington weevils are here i, I assume I'm not sure what a weevil is you got to enlighten me on that situation kind of curious but welcome to the show anyway hope everyone had a really really good easter uh hope the bunny rabbit was good to the kids you always got to be careful with them bunny rabbits because if they bite you, you may get rabies. Running joke is I used to tell my sister that when we were little and she used to cry when my mom told her it was time for the Easter Bunny to come because she thought the Easter Bunny would give her rabies until I got ratted out and got in trouble for it. So don't be telling your siblings that you're, uh, the Easter Bunny's going to give them rabies. You might get your ass beat by your mother. <laughs> that did happen to me. Uh, I'm not sure the exact date. We may be at it. I will have to look. Uh, I did not bring my phone in here with me, or I can tell you. I am coming up on my one-year anniversary date of doing this. Kind of shocked myself. I didn't know if I was going to make an entire year of it. But still going. Numbers are going up, so thanks everybody that's listening and watching i appreciate it tremendously you don't know how much that people would actually sit back and listen to my stupid retarded country ass say anything so let's get on with it of course you know i tell my stories about pulling people over and stuff and i pulled quite a few over 
this past uh right all the way up till Friday. Even though I was off Friday, I went out and worked overtime to write tickets just to pull people over because I like writing tickets. Well, I pull over this guy for doing 76 miles an hour and 60, which if anybody listens, most of the time, the area I work is a 60-mile-an-hour area. Anyway, this guy was uh, with his wife. I assume it was with his wife. Anyway, they were both, like, super fucking nice. And it's really nice when you get super fucking nice people that you pull over. You know, most of a lot of times they're just assholes. Anyway, I did. The ice man did give this guy a break. Uh, so, uh, he did get his ticket, but I didn't run for seventy six. Dropped him down to seventy one, which is eleven over instead of sixteen. You know, he stated to me, "He's like, man, I drive through here all the time. I'll be it's back and forth for work." where he lives and stuff like that or they travel I didn't ask he says I've never seen cops out here and I've never gotten stopped he's like and I I'm usually going a lot faster than this and I'm like well man I said speeding is kind of like gambling I said you know the odds are in your favor for you speeders out there I mean because you can speed a hundred times I only got to catch you doing it once to give you a ticket but you know it's like rolling a dice but honestly it's uh, during his favor, it wasn't his favor that day, but uh, this dude was just uh, him and his wife were just whoever the female was with him were super fucking nice. I wish all my stops would go like that with nice people, but unfortunately, well, if it did, I wouldn't have a lot of good stories to talk about if I just had uh, pulled over a bunch of nice people. But it is nice when you have nice people that have conversations with you. Later that day, I pulled over a guy doing 83 and a 60. He's in the left lane. There was a black car tailgating the shit out of him. And again, same day. I don't know what it was about this day. This dude was fucking super nice, too. He's doing 23 over. State of Louisiana, 23 over is actually considered reckless operation, which is you can be arrested for it and charged. Anyway, he let me know he had a gun in his vehicle, which I appreciate. Louisiana here, I assume everyone has a gun in their vehicle. Uh, people that listen that are out of country, out of state, and I don't know how some of these laws go in different states. I know it's way different. But in Louisiana, your car is considered an extension of your home. So you can have a weapon in your vehicle anywhere you want in your vehicle. We got people that mount them, you know, when, you know, under the dash, you know, in holsters on the side. I mean, it, but it's considered an extension of your home. You don't have to have a permit to have this gun in your vehicle. So I always assume every car that I pull over has a gun in it. Because I know a lot of states, you know, I forget which state this guy told me about. Uh, it was a northern state. said you can have a gun in your car, but, like, the gun has to be in, like, the front part and your magazine and ammo have to be in the trunk or something like that. What fucking good is that going to do you? None whatsoever, right? Anyway, he uh he did hand me his concealed carry and stuff. I told him, you know, you don't need that inside the car in, in, in Louisiana and stuff. It must have been a record that day. I gave this guy a break, too. I dropped his down to 71 and a 60 also. Like I said, he was a super nice guy anyway. Me and this dude must have talked for 30 minutes on side the fucking road. Uh, he said yeah, he was heading to Texas. He was stopping in uh uh, another town that was coming up, stay overnight before he finished his trip to Texas. He was going to stop and get him some crawfish and stuff. Uh, hey, if he's listening, 
I hope he enjoys his crawfish. Enjoy his crawfish. Our crawfish was good. My uh, stepson boiled them up this weekend, and he does a real good job at boiling. They weren't real big, though. They they were kind of on a medium, smallish size. Hopefully, they'll get bigger. Crawfish are delicious. Of course, I'm, I feel like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man this morning all puffed up with all that fucking salt and everything from eating all of those crawfish. My oh by the way, my drink du jour tonight is a uh, apple crown and some sprite. Not apple jacks, but some ap- apple crown and sprite. I'll change it up from the watermelon. Anyway, pulled over a lady with Florida tags. Eighty one in the sixty. People were rolling pretty good that day. She stated she was in a hurry because she had to pee. Now, the next exit that you can piss at with restroom facilities was a good, I don't know, 15, it's like 15 miles or so. And uh, But she had just passed, like a mile and a half, two miles back, she had just passed the last gas station facilities that was uh they got a sign out there last facilities for like i don't know 18 miles or something like that so i'm like okay so went gave her a ticket she wasn't happy but she wasn't doing a pee-pee dance so i think she was lying i think some people think that if they say they have to piss or shit oh okay just go right ahead and go no, you just passed the fucking gas station. If you had to piss, it, you, what the piss it just hit you in the last mile and a half? Like, oh shit, I got to piss now. I don't want to speed up. No, I think she's fucking lying. Wrote her ticket. Those type of excuses don't fly to me with me. You got to almost be dying for me just to fucking let you go a lot of the time. So her excuse, no good. When I walked back up, she wasn't doing no pee-pee dancing. You can tell when somebody really needs to pee, stuff they're about to, you know, pee on themselves. But, no, I think it was an excuse. Uh, I did. I don't know if she's uh, listening live or anything like that. But, uh, man, it's, uh, it is a young lady. She'll know who she is. She was driving a blue Prius. Uh, she was doing 77 and 60. She got her ticket. Anyway, she, like I said, she was super nice, too. Uh, the whole entire time, she was nice. Uh, she was listening to something, and I asked her, and she said she was listening to some uh, podcast or something called uh, The Moth or something like that. So we got on that subject. I, uh, of course, told her about my podcast, and uh, we talked about that for a little while and stuff like that. Like I said, she was super nice. She worked for an attorney's office as a paralegal, I believe. She was going to Texas to see her family. Uh like I said, super nice young lady. Uh, told her that I would give her a shout out on here, and I did. Like I said, I hope her uh, her family members liked the candle that she got them, and I uh, hope she had a good Easter also. But that one day, I mean, I just kept getting all these just super nice fucking people. It's crazy. Let's talk about this now. Of course, in Louisiana here, they, they, uh, the governor, our great, our great governor, 
sarcasm in my voice. Uh, they've moved into another stage. I don't know if it's stage four, what the fuck it is. I, I got, I'm done, you know, trying to figure out which stage we're in. But anyway, they opened up a lot more of the state. Uh, they opened bars back up. Uh, I think restaurants, a lot of sporting events. They've opened a lot of shit back up. Of course, you know, they still got the face diaper mandate and that bullshit. So, I'm, you know, I'm a anti-masker type person. I don't think they work, but that's my opinion, my opinion only. But everybody has their own opinion. Do what they want to fucking do. But as the state's opening back up, more people are, I guess, not working from home and going back to their offices and work and stuff like that. Well, all these fucking lockdown Larrys that are back out driving to work in the morning and they've been working from their houses, I guess, for about a fucking year. They need to switch, flip their little switch from stupid motherfucker to dumbass. At least just move it up to dumbass, okay? It's like these fucking people just totally forgot how to fucking drive. I was... They had a fucking uh, vegetable fruit truck that's around here that delivers, you know, fresh vegetables and fruit to different, you know, locations and stuff. This motherfucker was in the fast lane doing 68 next to a fucking 18-wheeler blocking traffic. And when I, I finally fucking, after about three miles of shit, I finally hit him with my lights and made him scoot the fuck over. He going, oh, I almost pulled this motherfucker over. It's like, really, dude? But all the lockdown Larrys, yeah, just flip the switch, just one. I mean, go to two. Just go to moron or something. Take it off a total, totally fucking ignorant. ignorant. Y'all forgot how to drive? I mean, come on, people. It's not that fucking difficult. Oh, if y'all are watching live or anybody watches it, I already got chewed out by the wife. I forgot. I forgot to change the title name of on the videos it's the same as it was last week my bad i apologize i fucked up shit happens i'm using restream right now it's not quite how i'm used to you doing it before so i don't know if i'll be able to change it afterwards or not but i already got chewed out for it so if y'all happen to notice that my bad i fuck up sometimes it happens i'm old i'm still trying to uh you know, figure all this technology shit out. I don't think I'm doing too bad on it. All right, we're going to go on one of these. Got a back-in-the-day story. This was way, 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 way back in the fucking day. This probably at least 23 years back. Um, like I said, it's fucking... Way long, way back there, way back. I was still, of course, just before the department I worked at for time even had a motor division. I mean, I'm like a young rookie cop. I was probably like, I don't know, 26, 25. I worked with a bunch of older guys. Like, now I'm one of the older guys, but we got, I was working night shift, a 6, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. shift, 12 hours. And we got dispatched to the 29S, 
29 s is that's uh in that department where i worked at 29 s a 29 s anyway it's attempted suicide so it was probably it, it was pretty late at night uh wasn't a lot going on so like four of us showed up over there like i said i'm i'm the young punk of the whole you know crew and so i'm just I'm sure wasn't you know taking command or nothing at this point. Anything, any, anyway, any, not even close. Anyway, this one guy, I don't have a nickname for him. He had a nickname back then. I can't remember it. It's so long ago. I, I, I think he's still alive. I haven't heard him passing away, but he's re, he's been retired probably twelve or thirteen or more years. It's been a long time since he retired. But anyway. This guy was like super, super country dude. I'm talking, you know, avid squirrel hunter and all that stuff like that. He loved shooting them fucking tree rats. But anyway, <laughs> we get called to the uh, attempted suicide. It was a, a female that uh, said she had taken some pills. So there's three of us inside, country guy tire guy now he uh i don't know why he didn't come in but he was uh well i know why he didn't come in now but at the time i didn't he was out in the yard of course we're inside you know i, I wasn't doing much of the talking back then but they were talking you know i suppose she had taken some pills and she you know her life was just horrible she was crying she won't live no more and you know everything bad and typical you know what you're gonna hear somebody that Basically, once is thinking about killing themselves. If she took some a whole bunch of pills, I'm not sure. I, I, if I remember correctly, I don't think it was anything that was going to uh, actually kill her. The pills, anyway. Anyway, they were talking. You know, life's not that bad. Uh, if you you really need to go, but you need to go with the ambulance. And they wasn't there yet, of course. But go go with the ambulance. You need to go to the hospital. Just get checked out. You know, they were doing the whole compassionate, uh, sympathy type thing that they they were doing the whole thing, and uh, so they were in there talking, and uh, the next thing you know is you hear the loudest fucking fart you'd ever hear in your life. I mean. This shit was like super fucking loud. I'm talking a fart that would rattle the walls. You hear me? These farts would just rattle the fucking walls. And it's like everybody's trying to be professional inside, of course. You just want to bust out fucking laughing. Because this dude was in the yard and it was so fucking loud. We were inside the house. The front door was open, but it was so, I mean, he had to blow a hole in his fucking underwear, shit himself or something. So we're all just trying, doing our damnedest to keep our composure. And the damnedest thing, the 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 woman that we were there trying to, you know, get to go to the hospital with the attempted suicide thing, she goes from crying and boohooing. She fucking bust out laughing, like gut-wrenching, bent over, fucking hysterically laughing. This dude that just sounds like he just fucking shit his pants in the front yard. 
So it's like I'd have never thought in my entire career that a fucking fart would uh, de-escalate a situation and stuff like that. And I think she went ahead and went to the hospital and got checked out and stuff like that as far as I know. I know she went to the ambulance, but uh, yeah, fart saved the day. But it, it, it was so fucking, it was so bad. It was so loud. This poor guy here, he always, uh, one of, he was one of them people type of friends, which is funny, is that he would like, he quit smoking. He always said he quit smoking, but he come, I used to smoke cigarettes back then. And, uh, but he, he, he quit smoking. But he'd always come and just bum some, he'd say, oh, let me bum some cigarettes off of you. Well, don't let them just like, oh, they're in my unit right there in my console or whatever on the seat, just go grab you some. Because no, this motherfucker didn't quit smoking. He quit buying cigarettes because you go in there and I'd have like a whole pack with like one missing out of them. I'd go in there and like half the pack's gone. This motherfucker would take like like half the pack. It's like, motherfucker, you did not quit smoking. You just quit buying cigarettes. I used to have to lock my shit up from him. He was a great guy. Uh, I mean, he was around for a while. I remember what he got in there. We were running a code to a hot call one night and he was behind me. And next thing, I looked back in my mirror, and he was gone. We had to go back and find him. He had run off the road in a curve, and his car went so far off in the woods, you couldn't even see the fucking bar lights on it. He cracked his head wide open. It was a bad crash. But like I said, this was a good, good little guy. All right, about 20 minutes in so far. This ain't going to be a super long episode or anything, because... I'll probably be back Wednesday because there's all kind of shit going on in the news around here that I want to talk about this week also. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a a little break so I can uh, put out some other podcasts that our friends of ours would listen to. So y'all listen up to them and I will be right back. Stand by. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, are you standing by? A very important message is coming. Are you still standing by? We interrupt for this breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. There's a podcast that happens on Saturday night that you need to know about. All right, can I get out of serious mode? Let's go to Goofy. Okay. Make sure to listen to Louisiana Saturday Night. Robert and April are your hosts, and they talk a lot about current events. And occasionally they'll have a guest and include them on the conversation. It's raw, it's blunt, and explicit. (laughs) Well, if there is one thing I know, and that is I like dirty. Uh, Anyway. It's for anyone who wants to have fun and not take life so seriously. And God knows we need that these days. Robert and April on Louisiana Saturday Night. Check them out at louisianasaturdaynight.podbean.com. Ugh, hold up. Stop. What is that shit? Yes, that's better. Perfectly dysfunctional, one messed up crazy family having conversations about who knows what. Well, all right. Louisiana Saturday Night Saturday Night Live Saturday Night Podcast with Robert April. Hilarious people. Uh, go listen to them. 
uh, the perfectly dysfunctional podcast. That's a family, and you never know what the fuck them them crazy people are going to talk about. They news stories, shit that's going on in their life. You just you just never know what's going to go on with them. So go check both of them out. Uh, show some love to them. Anyway, I only really have one more thing I really want to talk about. Like I said, this one ain't going to be uh, a super long one. I just pull this one guy over and, you know, lots of people out there have radar, laser detectors and all that bullshit like that. Hell, I had, I think I had one when, when I was a teenager. Basically, the only thing I ever fucking did was go off every time you passed a goddamn grocery store or something from the fucking doors. I don't think it ever saved me from getting a ticket, actually. But anyway, people still buy that shit. And if you're a civilian out there, listen, don't waste your money. If I'm not running a hot radar, that means I'm just driving around with my radar on, just like when I'm on my bike patrolling, I just got my radar on. It's going to set it off then. If I'm sitting stationary somewhere, and especially if I'm running with a LIDAR laser, when your fucking detector goes off, it's too late. I already got you. So, I mean, there's no point. I mean, it's really just let you know you just got fucking caught. That's about all it's going to do. Anyway, I pulled this guy over in this big fucking brand spanking new uh, F-250 Super Duty truck. I make my approach go up there. Same thing. I try to be nice as can be. I let people dictate how my attitude's going to be. Anyway, you know, I advise him. He, he was doing 80 and a 60. I walked up, sir. The reason I stopped you is you're doing 80 and a 60. I, I just need your driver's license and your registration. You see, he still had a paper plate on it. And he hands me a registration, which I don't. I, I could have gotten his shit because obviously, with the registration he handed me, he had a fucking license plate. And his lazy ass, I guess, was too lazy to fucking put it on. Or he just wants everybody to know he's got a new truck, so he just leaves a paper plate. Because the registration he handed me, you only get after you get the permanent plate for the vehicle. So, nah, I didn't do it. I, I just didn't feel like it. Because I could just, you, you walk up, you can just look at some people and just, you can just see it in their face. They just, just total fucking ass. So, I get his license registration. I go back. Like I said, I got the gizmo now and stuff, and, you know, I'm back within 60 seconds, you know, something like that. So, it's not long. Anyway, I walk back up, and I just tell him, I'm like, all right, sir, by signing this, not admission of guilt. Just say you're going to pay a citation fine to show up in court. On the bottom of the copy I'm going to give you, there's going to be different options for you. You can read over them, see if any apply to you, and if you'd like to try to see if you qualify for any, you can either call or go online with it. I go through the whole spiel. Every time, like, I fucking got it memorized, the whole the whole thing. As I said, well, this dude, I can see fucking fire coming out of his fucking eyes. Now, I already saw his shit from when I, because I, I, I ran his plate before. I, when I work in this area, I, 99% of the time, I'm using my unit. It's a very small shoulder. It's on a bridge. It's dangerous. I, the unit just gives me more protection than the motorcycle would. So, time I got out my vehicle, I'd already run him. When I got back into it to do the citation, I mean, I saw he had a, a resisting he resisting charge on it, which is a red flag that pops up on our end when we run it. Uh, 
an extensive driving history and stuff like that. Dude, like, I said, just sign it in the white area right there. He signed it with his finger, printed it out, hand it to him. I'm like, and I always say the same thing. Have a safe trip. Be careful pulling out. Snatches it out of my hand. I'm walking off, and he fucking takes off all aggressive, you know, with his diesel engine, you know, roaring, you know, taking, you know, fast as he could, taking off, just pissed off at the fucking world. Well, I fucking, when I, I'm walking, I hear that, I get the biggest fucking grin on my face at this point, because I'm like, okay, fucking dick. It's like, I was, I'm not the one. I was not driving your vehicle. I was not the one pressing on your accelerator, making you go 80 miles an hour. Like I said before earlier in the podcast, fucking speeding's like gambling. You win most of the time because, you know, he got fucking, well, from according to his driving record, he gets caught all the fucking time. But he got caught. So you're going to be pissed at me for writing you the fucking ticket. What's wrong, Mr. Man? Mr. Brand new Ford F two fifty man. Your little lidar, your little radar detector, your little laser detector didn't work. Help you out? <laughs> I just had the big fucking grin on my face because I knew at that point I done fucked this dude's whole complete evening up. This motherfucker was gonna be pissed off. All he was gonna go to bed thinking about me being pissed off. You dude was an asshole. I mean. Be like the other the other people. I had the other people. They were nice as could be. Be like the little Prius girl. She was sweet as could be. She sure does like her boss a lot, the Prius girl. She had super nice. She's worked for, for a divorce attorney. But anyway, fucking like F-250 dude, man. Fuck you, dude. Like I said, I laughing as you spit off in a rage... <laughs> Fucking rage, pissed off at the world, pissed off at me. Man, fuck you. I didn't make you speed. Sorry you got caught. That's on you. Don't speed. You won't get caught. Five over won't get pulled over. That's what I tell people all the time. Five over, you won't get pulled over. Second people ask me, give me a break. Tell you what, if you ask me for a break, 99.999% of the time, Giving you no fucking break. Don't ask me for no break. It makes me think I'll tell this old story back in the day story. This was uh right after one of the bad hurricanes, Katrina or, or one of them. I can't remember. It was one of the bad hurricanes. I think it was Katrina because New Orleans had been shut down. Excuse me. And uh. Anyway, they had opened the city back up, and people were going back. Fucking traffic was horrible. We are getting complaints of speed and stuff. I was on a fucking interstate pulling people over. I actually, I heard I had made the uh, news channel in, or, or a radio station or something in New Orleans talking about how these asshole cops were out there writing fucking tickets to all these poor people just trying to get back to see if their houses were there. You get there any quicker, ain't going to change the fact if your house isn't there, is it? No. But you get yourself killed or hurt or hurt somebody else. Anyway, pull this guy over. Never forget it. He was in, this is when them, uh, the big Hummers were 
in style, brand spanking new when they first came out. They were they were quite expensive vehicles. It wasn't a, a cheap vehicle to to purchase. Anyway, I pull him over. Like I said, I don't remember how fast he was going. This guy, he straight up asked me, you know, he's like, man, I'm heading back uh, to New Orleans to go check on my house and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you can't give me a break. You head back to the house in New Orleans to see if anything. Yeah, well, well, I went and stayed at my house in uh, in Florida. And I was just driving back to check on my house in New Orleans. Really? You drive a brand new fucking Hummer, you know. I guess back then, I guess they were about fifty, sixty thousand. 60,000. I'm guessing. I don't know. They were out of my price range, so I never went and looked at them. But anyway, he's driving a brand new fucking Hummer. And you went and stayed at your beach house in Florida. So you're going to drive back down and check on your other house. In New Orleans. <laughs> you want a break. Dude, really? I mean, you got two fucking houses, and, and probably this is probably just your day driver car. No, you're not getting a fucking break. Sorry. Call me a dick. Call me what you want. I don't get motherfucker. You can afford this little fucking ticket right here and giving you a break. But people will always, a lot of, not all people, they got, they got quite a few people that will just say, you know, can't you give me a break? I had one, you know. Can't you give me a break? Yeah, I did. You know, I didn't write you for your license plate being expired or that inspection sticker being expired or how about this being expired? I mean, there's I mean, there's a shit ton of stuff on vehicles that I can write tickets for. I mean, just take your ticket. Slow down. That's my point of it. I'm not, you know. Like I told this one lady, uh, they were driving and they were heading, uh, I think, from Georgia to Texas or something. I'm not sure, I think. And she had uh, her, her leg up on, her feet up on a dashboard. She's laid back. She had toilet paper using it as a pillow. Uh, that's not the, that's like the second third person I've ever talked, done that, seen that. I don't know when fucking toilet paper become a, a headrest, I mean, or a pillow. I don't know. But obviously it must be a thing. Anyway, I looked at her. I was like, look, I said, I ain't telling you what to do, but uh, if your friend gets in a crash and that airbag deploy with your feet sitting on the dash on the airbag, I said, if it doesn't kill you, you're going to wish you were dead because it's going to drive your legs and your knees. It's going to drive your knees and your chest, probably breaking ribs, shattering your pelvis bones and doing all kind of other damage to your legs with the force those bags come out with. I'm like, but you can do what you want to. And she just kind of she put him down. It's like, oh, I don't want that to happen. Well, I mean, who does? And like I explained to him, I said, look, yeah, I mean, I just want you to be safe. My point is, and the ticket master used to say this too, I'm not writing you a ticket to cost you money. I'm writing you this ticket to change your habit. The next time you come through here, you're going to slow down because you've got a ticket. And you're not going to want to get another ticket. So I want to change your behavior. Because the speed is set there for for a purpose, not as a suggestion, and it's to keep you safe. So that's that's what I, I'm doing it for. And I've told people, I was like, I just want you to stay safe. If I pulled you over and I might have prevented you from getting in a crash, 
up the road from the way you were driving or the speed you were driving. So that's my whole main thing in it anyway. I'm just rambling on. And nobody wants to hear me ramble on. So I know it's a short one. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday with some, uh, and I'll change the title to make sure I don't get chewed out by the wife. Me fucking up. And uh, we'll be back Wednesday with, with some new stories. Like I said, a lot of stuff in Louisiana, a lot of shit, a lot of stories going on. It's ridiculous. Even, uh, around the country, but I try to stay local. We'll see. Just come back and, uh, and Wednesday and we'll, uh, see what I have to talk about then. And that's like always, Oh, email me motorcopchronicles, gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Motorcop Chronicles. <clears throat> Twitter's at Motor C. It's really three platforms I'm using. Uh, like I said, if you, you're law enforcement and you want to be on the show, we can do it over the phone. Uh, I haven't tried the Skype thing. We could try that or something. Uh, well, send me a story and I'll, I'll read the story. I mean, it's up to you. Uh, you don't have to be a cop. You don't have to be a motor cop. You could be a dispatcher, uh, corrections, stuff like that. I'd really, like I said, I'd really, I'd really love to interview a, a bicycle cop, see what kind of schooling and stuff like that they go through. I think that'd be interesting. Uh, I do, I'm not saying he's going to be a guest, but there's a guy I know, he, he, uh, he's not a law enforcement officer, but he does compete in a lot of, uh, the civilian motorcycle competitions. And, uh, he's a really super guy. He's won a lot of them. This guy freaking, he's, he was trained by some of the best motor cops that I know anyway. And this guy can ride and shit. He rides, rides patterns better than I do. But I'd like to get him on. I think they were in uh, out of state not too long ago, and I think they might have won. So hopefully uh might be in the future thing. So anyway, as we always say, remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. So until Wednesday, stay safe and watch you back. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This